Julian Reed. We're well into 2021 and here we are with episode 5 of Getting Down to Business, Season Goal. And in conversation with our guest today, we discuss a career spanning 35 years as a fitness professional. She's a personal trainer and nutrition and wellbeing expert, offering individually tailored advice, guidance and inspiration from a wealth of knowledge and experience. Having coached literally thousands of fitness classes over the years, pandemic lockdown inspired diversification into what have quickly become hugely successful online fitness sessions. Our guest today is Paula Richardson of PR Active Fitness and ensuring we shake up the angles and perspectives, my co-host Jennifer Reid. Hello. And hello to Paula Richardson. Hi everybody. Paula Richardson, PR Active Fitness. We'll start at the top. Can you give us an overview of what PR Active Fitness is all about, please, Paula? Yes, of course. So although I'm only 21, I've been in the fitness business for about 35 years and started and still do teaching the community. But as we uh, rocketed it into lockdown, I've always had the business on, on sort of a back burner of, of of you know running my classes through it and things but actually decided to um moving on on up a little bit um and a notch further up so peer active fitness at the moment is an online studio where i teach classes every day of the week by saturday um, and have recorded classes and also do pt training but it's also hopefully after lockdown going back to community classes i'm also a health and well-being coach so everything is tagged under that logo really using experience and life skills just to help the community to become more active so push came to shove in summer this year pandemic locked everything down and you did some lateral thinking do you do it over zoom yes i do do it over zoom for about a month and a half so i did three classes i did three classes for anybody who wanted to do them and i did them through zoom and that's the thing where i'd sort of learnt the trade so to speak in a very short time Um, and other colleagues within the business I've got in contact with some others who were trying that and we've all tried different ways so some people do it Facebook live the best option for me is I do it um, onto Zoom Mm -hmm. um, but I also share the links on a a studio WhatsApp group as well so people who can't get on through the Facebook group can get on through a WhatsApp group. It must have been invaluable for you to have peers in the business who all on this same learning curve together. Some of the questions that you read and you read it and you think, that's what I'm struggling with. So things like getting good sound quality, things like the copyright of the music. So learning through colleagues, you know, what worked well with them, things like a tripod for your laptop, a light behind you, all all those things that we sort of know now, but actually it was... Uh, it moved at such a speed that um, you then had to start to think, well, do I need that or do I need that? You know, because yeah. other people use different things. It was so important for those three weeks that I did. People were really getting a lot from it, not just around health and fitness, but community and yeah. and support and well-being. Mm. And, Connecting with and other people. Absolutely. And I was really trying to make it cheerful and happy and 
I am really passionate about making sure that exercise is available for everyone. So every class that's differentiated, I think that's because I have been in the business quite a long time. I, I, I did my qualifications way back then when you you could differentiate and it wasn't just written down on a piece of paper what you had to do. So if somebody comes in the class who can't do something particularly, then I can I can still adapt it so everybody gets a workout and. Yeah. Over the last few months, that's also been adapting for space and equipment and, you know, because everybody doesn't have equipment and everybody hasn't got enough space to move forward four steps and walk back four steps. So I think it's about being, you sort of using those skills and learning from that. And yeah, it was, it was a real huge learning curve, but I loved it. There must be a lot of this that you're going to take forward as things relax and, and become easier and we go back to some semblance of normality. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's some folks who want live classes back. Something like Clubber Size, which if people don't know, it's got like it's 90s rave music with glow sticks, flashing lights and neon. Um, that sounds and- really fun. It is really fun and really loud and really shouting. Actually, you can't do that at the moment because you have to have three metres square around you. So when I move forward, I think there will be a mixture between community classes live, but also a lot of people who have childcare commitments or who work and come straight in from work. And I've got folks who come straight in from work, put on the computer, do the class, have a shower and have the tea. And they said they sat down before you know, they wouldn't have even got back from the class Mm. and they find that a lot easier. And I also record all the classes so that we've got folks who have got working shifts and they do it when it fits in their their timetable. And so I think there's something about keeping that hybrid. So it looks like you're going to have two separate groups of clientele going forward with maybe some crossover for people who want to do both online and actual community classes in the middle yeah yeah so what kind of classes do you do then Paula it sounds like you do lots of, of varied stuff I try I mean that's been the really exciting thing so I've, I've as I said I've taught for quite a while and when you teach classes in the community obviously they're titled on the timetable as something yeah and you have to teach it around that thing you've got license to go but it's around that thing so if it says something like step it's step isn't it it may Mm -hmm. i can do it in lots of different ways but step so i have um five or six timetable classes which are the same but i do try and well i do change the contact content so i do um uh, legs bums and tums on a sunday afternoon which is really popular Mm. old school but we don't do it old school but it started Mm. in an old school way I do things with dumbbells, lift and lean, which is tonight, um, fitness pilates, a combat style class. Um, I do an abs and core class. I do a step class. I do club exercise. But then I have three pop-up classes a week. So I try to put lots of things in for different styles, what people want. We've got stretch classes in there as well. So I've just tried to do some different things so people can try some new tasters as well. I've had guest um, instructors, so my colleagues from other areas, I've gone and I've taught for them and they've taught for me. Just oh, to how keep fab, yeah. 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 Well, it sounds like you're about five different instructors rolled into one. Yeah, it's a, uh, yes, I love it. I mean, it, people who know me, it's been my passion for many years. Where's your studio at home then? It's a converted bedroom at home, is it? 
Yeah, you know, when obviously buildings closed, um, I spoke to my husband, who was being very supportive. It's quite funny, really, because my husband um, is a part-time um, magician. So, Oh, really? It, all, all his cards are in the same room as me. And it, so we got some um, sidewinders that we pull up and cover the cover the back so it's got you know PR active fitness there but behind that there's all my husband's packs of thousands of playing cards he has for his magician business it's a dedicated space I go up there I've got you know my speaker my head mic my camera yeah and I go and teach and that feels like going to work are the mechanics of it on zoom then can can everybody see everybody or how does it actually go they can do, but what I, um, again, this is learning from um, other fitness instructors, was if I, I pin my my camera so that it, they just see me. Yeah. The other thing that we actually, which was a challenge, some people obviously don't want their cameras on because they feel, you know, they don't want other people to see or just feel like, you know, they're in their own home and everything, and that's mm. absolutely fine. But what I do to with those folks, I talk them through some of the stuff and, and ask them constantly, people who I can't see, are everybody okay? You know, those sort of things. But that's the beauty of it, really. I mean, I've had people do classes that they wouldn't have tried in a live studio environment. Yeah, because they can do it without feeling embarrassed. Yes, and do people pay per session or is it like a subscription? Yeah, there's a member, there's a membership, which is the cheapest version um, to do it. Um, so I don't I don't want a contractual membership. I think people should be I've got lots of things in their life that some months is they don't know that they're not gonna have time to do stuff and things. So it's a pay by month yeah. um membership and it's um tw- it's 25 pounds for the month and then we have a, a weekly back that people can come in for a week or people people can pay for individual classes and some do mostly club of size and, and step have the individual classes payment so the studio membership you get your classes but i call it the vault you have a fitness vault as well so all the classes that i've taught from the beginning of june are in that vault so people can go back and do what they want when they want it so but they've got an added bonus there. And you could do multiple classes a day then if you wanted. If you, yes, they... you could. And we do some express workouts, which were so popular. They're the most popular class I do. So Monday to Friday, 10-minute workout each day. And they're really good. People access them to do before work and stuff. Yeah, and, and that only works that only works in this kind of format, really, doesn't it? You're not going to drive to a, a studio somewhere to go for a 10-minute no. class. no. Absolutely. And people have said, but you're in your environment, your mess, they say, you know, and that makes them feel safer. And Mm. we are going to have a challenge in the future with their own own mats and cleanliness. I mean, we always have challenges with cleanliness of mats as long as I've been teaching. But, you know, people are going to be lying on mats. Are they going to have to bring their own equipment? Lots of people have got their own equipment now Mm. and say, well, actually, if I can do this at home, it frees up the rest of my evening or I can do it when the kids are at school. Sounds like you've got it all covered. Do you do personal training as well, Paula? I do. I I feel sometimes in the fitness industry, we we need to be more um, approachable, more um, understanding so that everybody can exercise. So Mm. PT, I, I do have... I do have those who want to to improve their physique. I do have those who want to improve their strength. But I also 
um, really focus on those who want to improve their their strength for a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. Um, uh, can I just ask you about your nutrition and well-being because that's an interesting little string to your bow as well. Yeah, well, as a, a lady of a certain age, the hormone and menopausal stuff and everything first fascinated me around the hormone imbalance and then started to look at it and how stress hormone um, imbalance causes um, fat gain, the stuff around all that imbalance of your body, really. Your body is like a machine and you need to, to balance it out with sleep, with food, with exercise, you know, remove stress, all those sorts of things. I, I did some training. Actually, I did it in the first lockdown. I've done lots of training on nutrition over the past, but I did some training around hormonal um, health and, and not just ladies' hormonal health, but, you know, the stress factor of hormonal health and things like that. And I actually support folks. I don't give them um, sort of written diary sheets, uh, diet sheets or things like that because it's a lifestyle. It has to be something that is manageable for you. Um, for the rest of your life and the changes need to be that way so it, it's the unfortunately there's no quick fix if we're no. going to do it properly it's consistency um and that's my key word actually it's consistency with exercise and consistency with making the right choices most of the time there was the grapefruit diet and there's something else diet, and everybody's done that and there's something especially when you get to a certain age how it has affected your metabolism certain things affect people differently and that's you know some people um do react differently to having more carbs in the diet but it, that doesn't mean that you have to go into a total carb free diet it means that you've got to get to know your body understand what your triggers are i, I try to coach people as well as um train them so it's i'm sort of a health coach health and well-being coach about well how did that affect you what do you what's your sleep and sleep's a huge major mm, part of, mm. of your health. Um, it seems like you take a real holistic approach. You've got to live life, haven't you? And mm -hmm. That must be where, where having a personal coach is absolutely invaluable. This this one-size-fits-all thing, which is, is not the case at all, so let's not call it a diet. One kind of eating pattern isn't going to suit everybody. And no, so if somebody no. can come back with you and find they're having some adverse reactions and run it by you and you monitor it accordingly on their behalf because objectivity is really difficult when you're in it yourself. And I, th I think it's like hunger as well. The hunger is real. And if you are really hungry, somebody telling you to eat whatever and you're still hungry you are it's not going to it's going to create more stress hormone in the body yeah, yeah. and then and it just goes round and round. So it's about coaching and getting to understand well actually if I eat that that just trigger this or or I feel full if I have that and also what's what your body what your body needs I mean bodies do need fat you know to eat and bodies do need um water and but then if you ask somebody to drink three liters a day and they've never drunk water it's a long way to get to that point isn't it so it's mm. about gradually increasing that I know that your husband, Paul, is quite dedicated to gym-based strength training. Do you find that you bounce ideas and knowledge and research off each other? Yes, it's, it's interesting. We do. He's lost a little bit of interest in the weights, to be honest, at the moment. Um, and I think some of that is because as we change, as we grow older, 
God, as we grow older, um, our bodies need different things, don't you know? So if you've always been a cardio person, hands up, I'm a real cardio person. You have to start doing weights and weight bearing, and you have to yeah. start doing something, and and vice versa for Paul. So he's just starting to look at doing some cardio stuff because it, you do need different things as you grow older. You can't just keep doing one thing. No, absolutely. You have to keep on adjusting. Speaking of training, often on a morning, I see you out running at just gone seven o'clock in the morning, and then oh, yes. you have a number of classes in the daytime. How on earth do you find the energy? I think it's because I just love it. I do get tired, but I don't struggle to teach. But at the end of sort of by Friday, once I've done club size, which is like an hour of, of of dancing about with my glow sticks, I am I'm, I'm tired. I am <laughs> you tired. Are. tired. <laughs> I've noticed actually, as I've got older in life, because I do move a lot, and yes, you do get niggles and you do get the odd injury and things, but I can actually deal with lots more things in in life. I can do more the more I move. I can work longer. I have more concentration. My Mm. mental agility is better. You just radiate positivity. Do you think all the exercise you do does affect your mental health in a really positive way? Absolutely. Before I did all the exercise, it was very, it was really difficult to, to be motivated. Obviously, I'm not always like bubbly, bubbly, but I really do try always to look at what you can control and how you can support people and, and be motivated because nobody wants an ER, do they? Nobody wants a mood hoover. That's what I keep telling Julian. And do you have male clients as well, Paula? Yes, a lot of males don't realise that I do do like they can be in part of the studio or they can at the PT stuff and things. Um, and I get a lot of male clients for um, fitness Pilates, actually. I've always been a solitary exerciser until the last couple of years and started taking part in classes in uh, local health centres. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, mixing it up and breaking it up is just so... Yes. Good for your fitness, good for your mentality. Take some self-discipline out of it as well. Yeah. Like when you go to the gym, you have to think, right, what am I going to do today? What's this plan? What's that? It takes yeah. that away from you, doesn't yeah. it? But you still learn something that then you can transfer into your own workouts. And also you don't know what's coming, so you don't have that feeling of dread thinking, oh, no. God, it's the abs well, bit next. I know once you know something's coming, you are, you don't give 110% on it because, mm. because you think, oh, it's this. Whereas if people don't know what's coming, yeah. they just do it, you know. Yeah, um, into it. Not that there's been many pandemic highlights, um, not positive ones anyway, but uh, tell us about the Community Fitness Instructor Awards 2020. I know, I know. And I don't know who nominated me, which was really quite humbling, to be honest. Um, Yes, so um, this year and last year, I was nominated for the Community Fitness Instructor and I got through to the shortlisted final so I got to through to the zoom gala evening which was really wow. strange um because we were sat in our living room with our best clothes on <laughs> something like the Oscars on it um, it's a national thing is it it's a national it's the national fitness organization because I've been I have been doing this a long time and I, I do really value my customers and I really try my hardest to make people know new experiences but also get a good workout to feel that they belong for somebody to nominate me I I was really truly honoured 
where did it start for physical education and active fitness for you? Well, I hated PE at school. I absolutely hated it. And so it didn't start from there. Now, this is really showing my edge. My mum used to have um, some exercise vinyl records and you got big pieces of paper um, and you used to follow the exercises off the paper to the songs. And I really enjoyed that, really enjoyed that. And then obviously you went into the, well, it was videos and things like that. And then I used to go to the local leisure centre. A lovely lady there asked me if I wanted to, to cover some classes there. And then I decided if I was going to do it, I'm going to do it properly. So I, I did my exercise to music training and it's gone on from there, really. Every year I go and do other training because I think it's important that you know what's out there, you're learning skills, and then yeah. you can actually sieve some stuff out because some stuff you think, that's not going to last. So I'm just yeah. not going to to do anything around that or know about it and you can bring some stuff in so I think it was from those first days with my mother and those vinyl albums and you were working as part of the team at the Gold Leisure Centre for quite a long time weren't you a long long time and I actually retired <laughs> believe <laughs> not. I really, so when I, I was at the Leisure Centre so long and I was thinking I'm not moving on myself here. You know, mm. I don't feel like I'm developing myself. So I actually said, right, I'm stopping for a while. Yeah. And I got, I started doing lots of training and going back to the conventions and stuff like that. And then start, and then a, a local gym asked me if I would um, start teaching there. And, I, you know, I was ended up doing like five, six classes a week there. Pulled some of those back again because I wanted to start doing things in the community, wanted to keep it fresh. I, I like to be able to adjust. So I have people at my class who really wanting to, to go for it and peak on their cardio. But then I also have people who are doing it in their kitchen yeah. and want to have a, a good workout, but don't want to throw themselves on the floor. And actually, you've got to have a skill level to be able to, to offer all those different levels. So I always say, like, if you only know one way to drive to somewhere you will only drive that way whereas if you've mm. had to drive lots of ways so like I've had to do lots of different training to be able to offer people alternatives I assume you have a little bit of time away from from exercise health on top of I see that you ran a thousand miles last year and a thousand miles the year before yeah I got a big medal as well it was a really big medal it must um, be a big medal for that so I do really, really love running. I've done Great North Run and I love that weekend in Newcastle. It's just fabulous. Um, but I like to read. I've got a challenge this year. I want to read 50 books this year, which doesn't sound a lot to some people. So have you got six under your belt already? No, I've only got oh. one. This is one thing that I'm really struggling with. Yeah. I've just been to the library today to get some more. But I've realised you don't have to read one book at a time. Because <laughs> I could read, I could read a non-fiction book and a fiction book at the same time, couldn't I? Because right. I'm not going to get mixed up. So Absolutely. that might help. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and those ladybird books are only short, you know. Uh, that is a good idea. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Just ask you about um, your two new rescue dogs. Yes. Well, I've always supported Jerry Greens. I did. Um, when I did the Great North last time, I had sponsorship for Jerry Greens. Yeah. And I always look at the dogs on the website. And there was these two. Oh, they are so small. 
They are <laughs> two chihuahuas. Um, they have to go to come together. Um, and one of them's just turned six and one of them's just turned two. The one who's two has got um, special needs, was the word Aww. that Jerry Green's had. It. His, his, his tongue never goes in. So he sounds cute. He's so cute. They're both really, really cute. But they're absolutely, they just add joy to your life. Don't Course they? the do. But, Course uh, the do. But not running companions then. No, not at <laughs> all. But possibly but they could feature in the magic act. Oh, well, they could actually. I think rabbits are bigger than them. <laughs> what do you call them? Well, they came with the name Polo and Candice. Oh. I would like to change it to like Sid and Nancy, but. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, I don't think they'd answer to that. <laughs> oh, that's great! Thanks, Paula. I'm sure you've inspired lots of people, and will have quite a few inquiries. How do people get in touch with you? Well, they can if if they're on Facebook. If they look for Paula Active Fitness on Facebook and send me a message through that, I have a, a community page. I have a studio page, which is obviously closed. It's closed to members only, but I also have groups for community where you don't have to be a member of the studio where I post free workouts every week for people if they want to have a go at that so that's through Facebook I'm also on Instagram um, a similar thing or if they want to email me it's paula.richardson at toptop.net that's great I'll put those links on the bottom of the show notes as well fabulous that's fantastic we really appreciate that yeah. we're, we're G'd up now I think aren't uh, we? do you know you are Good. so inspiring I'm going to get my trainers out and just Good last, them for good a bit last. I think <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was an absolute pleasure thank you Paula no thank you very much thank you it's great to talk to you thanks Paula take care we'll see you around bye for now bye and there we have it another inspirational conversation with an independent business person who's developed a passion into a career for now from us here at getting down to business Thank you very much for listening and until episode 6, take it easy and we'll talk to you then.